Alright guys, how's it going? What's up? Hope you guys are doing good during this uh, coronavirus time. Alright, let's get to it. Recently I've been doing some research on origin slash creation stories. And... You know, it really made me realize that all this stuff was probably well, okay, origin stories, creation stories. Then you look up uh, story structure, okay? Then you start to see that stories the story structure depends on the character the character type really if you think about it so each story plays out differently depending on what the character wants you know and which is interesting because if you think about it, stories were told, passed down by tradition, orally at first, you know. People told stories to each other, each other, they remembered it and passed it on. Now, whoever is the one telling the stories is the one with a lot of power, if you think about it. So, back in the day, hunter-gatherer times, you know, I'm assuming at the end of the night, everyone, everyone in the tribe is around the campfire, and the village elder, you know, the, the old man and the old woman are the ones who are the storytellers, you know? They're the ones who decide, and stories are a way of basically... Giving us an identity, giving us a story, or a, a history, giving us direction, a future, you know, and this is what the shamans would do. Most of the time, the elders, one of them, is usually a shaman, witch, witch doctor, druid, you know, you had both, both sexes, it didn't matter, okay, this was... The spirit's way of giving the group direction, okay? And this is what turned into religion. Okay, so now first, you had the... So, basically, the priest, shaman, witch doctor, whatever you want to call it, of the tribe. So that's the person who communicates with the spirits, the gods, to give direction to the hero... Who is the chieftain, the leader of the tribe, of the group, nation, country, whatever you want to call it. That's it's, it's the same fucking... It's the same fucking formula, blueprint, whatever you want to call it. It's just different scale, different time, different, you know, landscape, okay? But the patterns, the blueprints are the same. So first you had the priest and then you had the king. Okay, so the one you and Alex Alex Alexander Bard. Alexander Bard, I think. The Swedish philosopher, I think. I think he's Swedish. But he's the one who brought this point up. Or he's the one I heard it first from. So basically with men you have you had to have this uh, priest class so like the philosopher the prophet the priest whatever you want to call it the one who looked at the bigger picture you know spoke to god spoke to the spirits you know had the eagle eye vision 
direction and the king the chief the leader was the one who the hero was the one who put you know went to work he's the one who made shit happen he went to the you know the the priest the shaman the prophet whatever to get instructions advice help guidance and then he would go do his thing you know and that is how the hierarchy is set up for men anywhere anywhere you go okay it's it's always two so one who does the stuff and one who plans the stuff okay now now here is when you know the Greeks said uh, the best type of leader is the philosopher king so it's putting those two t together you know and and let's say for example um, in the Bible the Old Testament when you can see this uh, separation of you know church and state you can say I mean it that's how it was in the Old Testament at first you know you had the prophet and then well I guess that's this is where it changed but basically when Samuel the prophet uh, you know, uh, went to God said the the Israelites want a king so God said okay that's fine they want a king just like everyone else let them have a king so they pick Saul basically when Saul was going off for some battle or something he wanted to you know give up an offering before the battles you know but Samuel wasn't there so he went and did it himself he went and gave the sacrifice himself and then later when Samuel finds this out he's all pissed off God's all pissed off you know this is you can't do that that's you know crossing the so basically yeah can see that separation there but basically after that Saul really, really didn't give a fuck no more so that's the corrupt king okay that's like in Lord of the Rings the that one king I forget his name god damn it but basically the one Gandalf goes and like exorcises you know cause Saruman was mind controlling him the same thing so basically that's the king, the mind has been set free from the ego. That's what it is. When, so Satan, Lucifer, whatever you call it, the whole symbolism is he thought he was higher than God. So basically, Lucifer, the light bringer, consciousness, that's the symbol of the mind, okay? The mind, when it thinks it can go higher than God God meaning the soul the heart that's when you know you start the mind will tell you tell you shit that'll it'll pay it'll play tricks with your with your mind okay and you'll start believing your lies and then you'll become delusional because you have become ungrounded being grounded is meaning being embodied being centered meaning your heart and your mind are talking communicating you and your internal internal lover have an open discussion an open conversation you guys know how to communicate you guys care about each other you guys uh, look out for each other's needs you know this this whole symbolism is all about when the mind the ego goes astray from the soul the hearts plan you know mission reason for coming to this planet you know we all have a reason for being here before apparently before we all came you know even in the Bible God said before you were even born I had good plans for you plans to prosper you you know so you know plans to give you a hope in the future and 
spirituality, they say that your soul, you know, chooses the place, time, location, parents, your life lessons, blah, blah, blah. Then we come, then we forget, so then we have to remember, so the ego makes us struggle, suffer, so then we want to die, so the ego dies, you know, rebirth, Jesus talking about new birth, same thing, that guy was like, how can a man be born twice, how can a man, a grown man go back into his mother's womb, and Jesus is like, no nigga, that's not what I'm saying, is that the new man has to be born of water and spirit. You know, you have to go back to your subconscious, connect with your heart, your treasure, your virgin, whatever you want to call it. You go into the underworld, you face your shadow, your dragon, your demons, your fears. You integrate, you overcome, you fucking survive. You swim back up. And now the spirit will carry you up because now you have faced your fears. Now you have seen your dark side. You have integrated it. You have the shadow, the dragon, you working for you. You fly on it like in Avatar uh, when he jumped on Tarak Mugdu, the biggest, baddest dragon. That's just his. All that is just symbolism for him overcoming his own fucking fear okay own shadow and now that thing is working for him and now he's a badass okay so all that the hero's journey symbolism all that and mind you this is not just for men this is for women also okay it's 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 it might look a little different but the whole blueprint and everything is still the same so going back to my point Origin stories told orally first by the village elders, the shaman, whatever. Now, back in the day when we were still in the tribe, we would all sit around the campfire in a circle. So that is where the inner circle, that's where, that's the women's department, the circle, the circular. Anything circular is uh, the feminine energy, okay? Making sure everyone in the group is taken care of. It's the mother energy, okay? Mother Maya, like mother, mother God, making sure everyone is taken care of. And when you uh, try to fuck with that balance, let's say the pyramid energy, the masculine energy, the hi the hierarchy. You know, if, if, if you think you can build a tower to the gods, you will be mistaken because uh, you can't do that without being grounded first. Okay? Alright. I went on a long... Okay. So now, basically stories, oral traditions, creation myths, all the stuff was told by most probably an old man you know who did his time now he's old now he has the time to you know think about shit think about life think about what all this means you know and back in the day you know we didn't really have light pollution noise pollution so at night, let's say you look up at the stars, at the sky, and it's fucking just, just like, oh, you think uh, HD quality will blow you away? Check out 4K, right? Then you're, holy shit, then you're like, oh, you think 4K is gonna blow you away? Check out 8K, you know? And it just keeps going. And it's probably, back then, it was probably like, who knows, like, fucking, who knows? really high so basically everything is really clear you know your mind doesn't have all this bullshit going on inside you know that you know think of think about other dumb shit you're just in the moment present in the zone in the flow and you're just looking up at the stars and the campfire is flickering in front of you you got 
fucking fireflies flying up. You got you got the spark going up in the embers. You got fucking fireflies flying in the distance. It's just it's it's, it's a fucking magical world, man. And who knows? Maybe maybe these tribes, you know, Terence McKenna probably would agree. You know, maybe every I don't know full moon or something they they all took shrooms as a as a group and had a it was like their it was like fucking church for them. They all take psychedelics, mushrooms probably, and everyone just works out their problems and everything's good. You know, that was like their way of church doing, making sure everyone in the group is good. You know, there's no beef. Everyone's watching out for each other. And there you go. That's the fucking cute. There you go. You fucking. That's how you get your stories. I'm. I'm a writer. Okay. And when I try to get ideas for scenes, for stories, for whatever, just just things, just interesting ways of showing something. You look for those things in everyday life. You know, your your mind will just pick it up, and then you're like, oh yeah, this. This section in the story, in the script, whatever, if I did it like this, you know, it would probably be interesting, better, you know, if I played the character like this, if I made him or her look like that, you know, then your brain goes to work, and you stitch together their story, then you're like, holy shit, I got it, I know what all this means, and you know, you go and fucking tell everyone, blah, 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 and like, Basically, the storyteller is a pattern recognition artist. It'll he or she will look up, look around, look everywhere, look inside, see these similar patterns, and then you can, and then see them on the people in the tribe. You know, project them. All the archetypes are there. This is why I'm. I, I think like anywhere you go, there's always a set of the same people, like the same characters. Anywhere you go, it'll be the, let's say the alpha male, the alpha female. Then you know they'll have their fucking uh, minions and their followers and their suck ups. Then you'll have the outsider. So it's just like high school drama, man. It's just. And then when it comes to adults, they're just more sneaky about it. You know? They just add more layers to it. But the archetypes are all there. It's all the same characters. We're all same. We're all playing the same fucking roles. That's the problem. We are all playing the same fucking roles. You know, equality. That's the dangers of the overprotective mother archetype, which the Democrats, the, the left are really leaning heavily on it will devour everything in order to protect everything you know trying to make everything safe it will make it so safe you'll turn these little bastards into demons that's what's happening anyways so patterns storyteller they make up the stories okay and then now you know as as it goes you, you know usually men the ego actually it doesn't really matter I, it just happens that men monotheism you know preferred the masculine energy of order you know on this chaotic world and you know here we are modern day um humans and what's our story so far you know we're all if you think about it, we're all storytellers scientists they're trying to we're just all trying to figure out the same shit while staying alive okay what the fuck are we doing here what does all this mean you know i'd rather have an interesting life than a boring one like i mean you have all the different types all i'm trying to and basically what my realization was is
are where are the storytellers, man? <laughs> you know? We really are. And it really it really does come down to our perceptions. Like we will see the world the way we see ourselves. The the way we are. Like our brains will function in so here's how it goes if you say you are a let's say loser character in this story of of your life then your brain will function at that level because that's what you're telling it that's what it believes okay the universe and your world will play out at that level now you can say you can play the victim uh, perspective then everything you look at you can look at it like oh the world everyone's out to get me you know and that's how your brain will work that's how your reality will function or and this this is what I think all most almost all these great teachers try to show you is actually it's about how you look at things it's like if you if you choose to look at everything from a good lens you know guess what that's even if let's say you have a good lens on but life just does not work out that's the story of Job Job in his own eyes he was like I didn't do shit wrong like what the fuck? I didn't do anything. I did everything, you know. And God comes down to remind him, it doesn't matter, bro. It doesn't matter. What are you going to do? You're going to bitch about me being unjust. You're going to, you a human, you're going to bitch about. It's like, it's like, let's say, it's like, let's say, um, you, as a sperm, you the one that made it into that one egg in your, in your in in your mom's womb, that one sperm that made it from your dad's dick, that one sperm talking back to your dad is like you talking back to God. That one sperm talking to God is like God's going. What are you bitching about? That's the story of Job. Okay? So, it's like the master, the teachers. Basically, all they can do is try to show us that, you know, at the end, we all die. And at the end, we're all going to be okay. Well, at least the original messages. And then, you know, we skewed them just like, just like, you know, back in the day, think about it. The church was a, the back in the day, back in the fucking day, the church was Facebook. That's what it was. Okay, that's how you look at it. So it will censor, change, edit, you know, block, even Google, you know. They will only allow things, you know, a certain way that fit their storyline, that fit their perspective, their worldview. And th that's, this is what I'm saying. It always comes down to the same thing. It doesn't matter what it is. Whether you're a fucking atheist, whether you're a CEO, whether you're the fucking Pope, whether you're a wo man, woman, it doesn't matter. When the ego, when, you know, Lucifer, Satan, the mind, starts believing its own illusions, that's when you get in trouble. That's when you get possessed by your ego. And with 
whispering bullshit in one ear and going out the other, but you're listening to its thoughts. This is when, you know, everything always comes down to mindfulness, you know, uh, don't believe your your thoughts, don't trust your thoughts, you're, you know, you're the observer, the consciousness behind all this, you're the awareness of watching your thoughts, and your ego's like, how about this one, how about this one, how about this one, how about this one, and all you gotta do is like, okay, it's like it's trying to get your attention, and then finally, if you do give your attention to something, then, well, guess what, that's where you're going, so... Basically, what it made me realize was us as humans. It's it's like giving. It's like it's like giving a kid a loaded gun, and 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 you know, seeing how it goes. It's like God, you know, made all this, right? And I said, alright, let's see what happens. <laughs> and obviously, it didn't go as planned, because, you know, as we were kids, the first few years, all you're doing is saying no. Oh, don't touch that, don't do that, you know. For the kid's own good, kid, kid doesn't know any better, you know. That's what, that's what all these laws and all this shit is at first, to tame that mind of yours, to... To bring that mind of yours under control so that you can get to the big stuff, you know. That's what all of this stuff, I think, just, you know, it's the, those are the similarities, I feel like, you know. And, and it's universal and, you know, we all had different uh, processes, but different methods or whatever. But the whole process, the whole like story is, is very, very universal. Okay, that's how the human psyche works. We come fucking loaded with everything, prepackaged. Now let's see what happens. That's how it works. So it's both very scary and both very freeing. So now it's like. Holy shit, so my life is really up to me. Versus, and, not versus, and also realizing, holy shit. Like, I gotta get my shit together, you know. And you'll see it. You'll see your life will play out the way you want to tell your story. So, that's why... People who achieve a lot of success and stuff, you know, by hard work, by their own, by their, by themselves, not, not like just, you know, being given an in, in inheritance, but that's a different story, but I'm just saying people who work their way up to success and become successful, you know, most of the time they say the same thing, it's like, you gotta fake it till you make it. Ali, Muhammad Ali, like, you know, he had to say I'm the greatest even before he was so that his, his mind would believe it and then basically, you know, that's basically law of attraction. All that is, is just, you gotta set, get your mind in the right headspace first. Okay, you gotta, yeah, ground yourself. So that's why, you know, McGregor, Tony Robbins, like, that's, that's what, that's what happened. He had to fix his perspective. He had to get him grounded. See, you know, it starts off with the soul, the heart, passion, hard work. You will bust your ass. Then you become successful, right? You're the underdog. Then you become top dog. Then that shit gets to your head. Then, guess what? You get your ass whooped again. You get knocked out because you got ungrounded. You got no stability, no foundation. That's your heart, your soul. You got your ego, your mind got disconnected from that, so now guess what, oh, woo, woo, woo. and then boom, till you get knocked the fuck out again, and then you get humbled again, 
And this is what I'm saying. This whole this process can be lifelong. You know, it doesn't have. It's not like a one-time thing. Like the whole hero's journey thing is not like a one-time thing. It's like it's not like oh, I just go through it once. You know, midlife crisis and then that's it. No, this shit happens when it wants to. When the soul wants to grow, it will fucking happen, whether you like it or not. You will hate your life. You will. That's why a lot of people commit suicide. You know, I. I tried to do, and and this is what my therapist said. He says, Sam, when you have thoughts like that, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to kill your physical body, but it's just more that your soul, your psyche, whatever is, is saying that it's time for you to kill off some part of you that isn't serving you anymore. You know, it's it's holding you back. It's stopping growth and that's the old self you need to kill off the ego but guess what we have to we'll still have we'll always have to deal with this ego no matter what okay but what you can do so you know the saying you know the mind is a cruel master but but a great servant and yeah it's true it really is Knowledge puffs up, love builds up. It's just the same shit. Like this, the symbolism is everywhere, man. Love builds up, foundation, your soul, your heart, center core. You're grounded. You're you're the tree trunk. You're the tree trunk. Okay, has your tree? The tree trunk is stable, firmly fucking grounded, firmly. You know the roots are deep. You have integrated all yourself, meaning you have taken a good look at all parts of you and accepted it. Now you have become even more powerful, because now you are fully embodied. You know, now you are going back out into the world with all your your whole self. You know, and. And that's why, you know, when I think it was Paul or Peter in the New Testament, you know, when they said, you know, and sometimes God has to discipline you, man. Because they said God disciplines the ones he loves. God disciplines, you know, people he loves. And because it's that that mind had that ego has to be tamed first it needs to you have to get it under your control like I'll give an example for, for me I have a very short anger I have a very short temper okay I have anger I, I have anger issues okay and for me I have to watch that because I have to be in control of myself at all times. I have to be in control of myself. I can't control what others are doing, but I can control what I am doing. And that's what stoicism, all this shit, that's, that's what it comes down to. Just getting that monkey mind under control so that you can make the right decision, clear-headed, you can follow your heart. That's what it means. Following your heart, we have made it out. Look, we have made it. We have basically. Taken the follow your heart version, but that's. But but it's the like the child version. You know, we have taken. We. We think that's what it means. And we have said, no, that's bad. So. We need to be reasonable and logical. Yes, that is true. But that is only possible if you are integrated. You can say, someone who is just like, you know, ego possessed can say, oh, you know, we have to be reasonable, you know, logical and all this stuff. Yes, that's fine. But the motives, the intentions, watch out for those. Yeah, a greedy CEO. Watch out. That's people who are ego possessed, you know. 
other thing. Basically, know thyself. Okay, just just always come check back with yourself. Jesus had to always go back, get out of the crowds, cause you know he had to go back, reground himself. You know, go back, speak to his lover, his soul, like everything good. You know, how you feeling? You know, you want to go back or you want to go? Like everything good? You know, check just checking back with yourself, man. Your soul, like, yeah, yeah, man, like, this past year, man, has has really, I've, I'm starting to become more aware of, you know, my subconscious conditioning you can say but here's the thing I could be rambling on and on right now just you know trying to prove how smart I am by dumping all this wisdom (laughs) but Like, I, one thing I realized was it takes a lot of pride to be humble. Meaning, the more humble someone is, means the more proud they used to be. Like, I'm, sa- I'm saying, like, genuinely. Most, like, genuinely humble people, you probably won't even hear about them. You won't know about them. They, they will do things, you know, without needing approval or the spotlight you know virtue signaling you these are the people you you don't hear about because they they're just doing their job you know they don't need no anyways when it comes to true wisdom man like i can't really say anything i just have to shut up because it's just you can't talk you can't communicate it. You have to experience it. Just, I'm not saying I've experienced it, but I've had glimpses, and I know. For me, an experience—if it's real for me, then you know it's real for me. It doesn't have to be for someone else, but it affects me and affected my life. You know, so. That's where I am, man, like, right now I'm at this place where I am just more observant of the thoughts that go on in my head, you know, sometimes it's hard, man, sometimes it's hard, that ego is so desperate to just pick something, man, it's just so desperate to play a part in some storyline, doesn't care what it is, like, I want, I need to do something, like, and if you don't give something to do, something productive to do for your benefit, it's, it's gonna drive your fucking life, man. It's like walking the dog, but it it's walking you. Like, you have no control of it. It is walking you. It's doing whatever it, it wants to do, and that's a problem. So, that's where I am. And why am I sharing this? You know, like, what's the point? There's so many other people going through similar, you know, the same process at different stages, sharing their their experience. So why? I don't know. I thought about it. It's like, you know, but again, that could just be your mind closing you off in a loophole, saying everything is meaningless, pointless. What's the point? But guess what, man? You gotta live your life. You ha- you gotta do something, man. You might as well. You're here. You might as well do something good, productive, beneficial for you, for others. Like, why not, man? Sure, we all have to, you know, go through the same shit. We got bills to pay, but it doesn't have to be meaningless. We can give something meaning. That's how it works, man. That's how it really works. 
if it was just you out in nature by yourself you that the mind works in such a way where it has to put ourselves in a story to make th- or, to make sense of things the mind is a myth creating machine as uh, I forget who it was someone said that but that's what it does it has to put ourselves in a story so you're, if you're in a jungle your mind will go okay I have to survive so then you start to look for things do things you set up camp set up fire find food all that stuff okay once your animal self survival instincts have been taken care of then you can start to you know plan on other things okay where am i you know how much food do i have how much water do i have you know what can i do to con- contact civilization out there Civilization is basically the group. You are the one that's lost in the forest. Is that one sheep that has left the group to go on his or or her own individual hero's journey. And, you know, whatever you find. Maybe you found a spot where there's lots of fresh water or something. You know, whatever. You go back and tell tell the group. Or you just survive, and you know you just you just survive. You face your fucking fears. You survive. You get you got back to civilization. Then maybe you go write a book or a podcast or fucking make a document or a movie or whatever. Or maybe you go do it again. Who knows? We create stories. We give things meaning. That's the best I can do so far. For me especially. You know. And why are we here? Where did we come from? I don't know. The, I don't know. I'm still searching. But. I think so far. Where I have. Landed. Is. You know that's why they say. Love God. And then do whatever the fuck you want to. It, like. It's not. Stated just like that. But. You know, even God says, like, love the God with, you know, all your heart, mind, and soul, or spirit, and he will give you the, the desires of your heart. He, and if you think about it, if you think, of, if you look at it from a Jungian perspective, the whole Bible, if you think about it, this God, you can say is, uh, the ego, the Old Testament God, you can say, is probably the ego. You know, the ego is driving. It's a hard master first, the mind. Okay, then Jesus comes and says, Then you shall know the truth, and the, sh- and the truth shall set you free. And then the curtains will drop, the veils will be ripped from the temple, and you can see into the inner circle, the inner. Basically, take the blindfolds off your eyes, in- your inner eyes your ego and see into your soul the inner circle you will see God the kingdom of, of God is within you ye are gods ye are gods and we killed him for that like what the fuck you saying that's blasphemy we're not God well he wasn't saying you are God like as in the infinite big God you are it's <laughs> you are divine. Your soul is divine. Okay. Technically, you are. You, technically, you are God, in this. Uh, in this fucking robot suit, this flesh suit, whatever you want to call it. It took me a while, man, to get me to get out of this kind of haze to start to see things clearly again. And for me, it's almost like every layer I peel off. It's like the more I zoom out, the more bigger picture, let's say, I can see of my 
character, my world, like where the fuck am I going? Which direction do I need to go? Like it's it's nice, man. It took me a while though. Okay, so another thing from my own experience. The number 33, you know, they say in, in spiritual world or whatever is when uh, the, the fluid in your spinal cord finally, the kundalini arises basically. Okay, and now you are living out of your soul, your purpose, your life mission, your... You're living out of your soul. Well, that's what they say. It's around this age when, you know, an individual, the kundalini awakens the soul. And now you have a better sense of what you need to do in life, with your life. How you want to be, what type of person you want to be. You become more grounded. You become more whole. You, all that shit, you know. And I will have to say that I agree, you know, I, I kind of agree, like, I, I can see that, well, I'm almost 33 now, this August I'll be 33, and it's like there were a lot of things that I was not facing about myself. Most of it, it honestly, really, it, it really comes down to just Getting your eyes open first to see how fucking unconsciously we I have been living my life. Like when when you when you start to become more aware and conscious of the things that go on in your head, you will see more clearly. Like wow, I guess that makes a lot of sense. Like growing up or whatever, when you look back at your life, it's just. You're just in like fucking robot mode, man. Autopilot. You're not thinking. You think you're thinking, but that's all the ego running it, man. You know, it tries to pull its own strings. But it's a shit show, man. It's a shit show. Started with origin stories. Kind of landed on. Just comes down to. Um, knowing your place in this universe. Knowing how. Small and insigni insignificant you are. But also how precious. You are. You're the pearl in the oyster. You are the treasure in the field. You are the gold in the treasure chest. You know? What you seek is seeking you. What you are looking for is looking at you. What you are looking for is looking right back at you when you look at yourself in the mirror. You're it, man. You're you're it. That awareness you have. That's it. That's you. I think loving yourself is the beginning of wisdom. Really. I think that's probably love is the beginning of wisdom was probably how it went but I feel like the church changed it to the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom well I don't think fear and love go together because later in the New Testament Paul says but perfect love casts out fear then you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Like all this stuff is just. That's what I'm saying, man. The New Testament has so much, 
has so much Eastern philosophy in it. It's it's Buddhism. It's it's just a repackaged Buddhism, really. The New Testament, what Paul teaches and shit. Anyways, you know. And here's the thing, a lot like throughout this whole conversation, try to pick out where my ego is talking is talking and where my like soul is talking i think my ego likes to just brag about how much you know information i've collected along the way to come to these realizations or whatever you know it's like it's like the little kid or the little puppy that still wants its treat after it's done you know a good job you know good boy good girl you know you give it a treat that's just how it works man you gotta look at it that way but if you let it run your world your life it'll be a shit show so alright maybe someone out there can relate and you know maybe we can discussion with the conversation seeing what comes next and you know get advice this and that I guess that's how it's like we all need to do our part in expanding our own consciousness we can only learn so much as a civilization as far as we allow ourselves to expand our own consciousness like we can only make new discoveries if we allow ourselves to think in new different ways like that's you know as Carl Jung says there's only one way it's only like consciousness can only expand we can't go backwards we have to expand and then maybe we disappear maybe that's what happened to the civilizations before us like maybe they reached that level of consciousness and boom the rapture happened you know they just disappeared. They they don't need this physical body no more. They're just boom, spirit, done. Who knows? All right. I love you guys. Love yourself. Give. Be patient with yourself. You know, nurture yourself. Take care of yourself. That's 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 only that's the only way you can love other people. You, you love yourself, you take care of yourself, you respect yourself, you nurture yourself, you know, you do that to yourself, you can do that to other people, because that's your perspective, that's how you see yourself, if you see yourself that way, you can see other people like that too, so, you gotta always start with yourself, alright, peace.